The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is the significance of Mount Moriah in the Bible? Mount Moriah in Old City, Jerusalem, is the site of numerous biblical acts of faith. It is also one of the most valuable pieces of real estate and one of the most hotly contested pieces of real estate on earth. This is a profoundly sacred area to Christians, Jews, and Muslims. Sitting atop Mount Moriah today is the Temple Mount, a 37-acre tract of land where the Jewish temple once stood. Several important Islamic holy sites are there now, including the Dome of the Rock, a Muslim shrine built 1,300 years ago, and the Al-Aqsa Mosque. Mount Moriah's history begins in Genesis. In the 22nd chapter, God commands Abraham, Take now your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will tell you. Verse 2. The place God led Abraham was Mount Moriah. Abraham did not fully understand what God was asking him to do in light of God's previous promise to establish an everlasting covenant with Isaac. Nevertheless, he trusted God, and by faith offered Isaac as a sacrifice. Of course, God intervened and spared Isaac's life by providing a ram instead. Abraham thereafter called this place, The Lord Will Provide. And to this day it is said, On the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Verse 14. Because of Abraham's obedience on Mount Moriah, God told Abraham that his descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies, and through your offspring all nations on earth will be blessed, because you have obeyed me. Verses 17 and 18. About a thousand years later, at this very location, King David bought the threshing floor of Aruna the Jebusite, and built an altar to the Lord, so that a plague may be held back from the people. 2 Samuel 24, verses 18 and 21. After David's death, his son, King Solomon, built a glorious temple on the same site. Solomon's temple lasted for over 400 years until it was destroyed by King Nebuchadnezzar's armies in 587 and 586 B.C. Seventy years later, the temple was rebuilt on the same site by the Jews who returned to Jerusalem following their Babylonian captivity. Around the first century, King Herod made a significant addition to this structure, which then became known as Herod's Temple. It was this temple that Jesus cleansed in John chapter 2. However, in A.D. 70, the Roman armies, led by Titus, son of Emperor Vespasian, once again destroyed the temple. All that remains of the temple mount of that era is a portion of a retaining wall known as the Western Wall or the Wailing Wall. It has been a destination for pilgrims and a site of prayer for Jews for many centuries. The God who first called Abraham to Mount Moriah still has plans for that place. The Bible indicates that a third temple will be built on or near the site of Solomon's temple. Daniel 9, verse 27. This would seem to present a problem, given the political obstacles that stand in the way. The religious activities on the Temple Mount are currently controlled by the Supreme Muslim Council. Yet nothing can put a wrinkle in God's sovereign plans. Thus, Muslim control of this area simply fulfills the prophecy of Luke 21, verse 24, that Jerusalem will be trampled on by the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.